Welcome to Bite Sized Benefits. We're here to conquer benefits confusion for the everyday employee who is sick of insurance jargon and complicated concepts and fed up with feeling taken advantage of by the insurance industry. Let's tackle some typically confusing benefits topics and turn them into digestible bite-sized nuggets, empowering you to make the most of your healthcare. Today, we are jumping headfirst into a healthcare spend we are all too familiar with and likely all too frustrated with, our prescription drugs. And rather than tackling this subject on my own, I've brought in a special guest to serve as our subject matter expert. Meet Richard Lowe. Richard is a certified specialty pharmacist, but also an all-around RX guru. So I'm excited to grill him today to learn how we, as everyday consumers, can find savings on our prescriptions. Hi, Richard. Hi, Heather. Thanks for having me. It's an honor to be part of your Bite Size Benefits podcast, and I love the fact that employees can access this anywhere and at any time. Well, thank you for being here. Now, before we get into the savings, I thought we could set the stage a little for the current prescription climate. So can you speak a little to the trends that we're seeing? Absolutely. So I'd like to ask, when you got up this morning, you, along with 50% of all Americans, you either had a cup of coffee, you sat at your desk to work from home, or you took a prescription medication. It turns out that we take pills more than ever before. In fact, the total number of prescriptions filled has increased by 85% over the last two decades, while the population has only increased by 21%. But the more painful number is that we pay nearly three times more for prescription drugs than people in other countries. And you remember that 50%, Heather, that I just referenced? The pandemic, it's hurt all of our wallets as half of Americans have only $250 or less in disposable income each month. Wow. So I guess it's safe to say that we as everyday employees are at a disadvantage here. It's not really a buyer's market when it comes to our prescriptions. And unless we're educated and aware of our options, our wallets will be the victims here. You're right. And I don't want it to be all about gloom and doom. It truly is about the more you know and about being the best advocate for your healthcare and your wallet. So you don't always get what you pay for and the impact may not simply be a few dollars from choosing to go to Walmart or Target. According to a survey of a thousand patients, this is what they found. So 75% have been prescribed a medication that costs more than they expected. And you break that down and half reported that they avoided filling a prescription because it simply cost too much when they arrived at the pharmacy. But the real concern is the 37% that reported they stopped taking a medication solely because of the cost. And that rate of medication, not adherence, has contributed to billions of dollars each year in avoidable healthcare spending, including costs related to ER visits and hospital readmissions. And that non-adherence it's contributed to about $300, uh, $300 billion in avoidable healthcare costs and around 125,000 avoidable deaths. Some, stock, uh, some shocking statistics. Yeah, those are pretty jaw dropping. And, you know, we've all had that sticker shock moment at the pharmacy. 
So if we can better equip our audience for what to expect and then what steps to take to save money, then I consider today a success. So let's jump right in and share some practical and easy ways to find savings on our drugs. So first and foremost, let's chat about generic drugs versus brand name drugs. So Richard, can you share with our audience the difference between the two? Because are the ingredients even different? You bring up a good point in generics. And first, we can't look at generics like you're just buying some knockoff cereals. So you're not buying your fruit hoops versus your fruit loops. And you've you've tasted and you notice that they're nothing alike. Um, so these they're not really knockoffs. They have to go through um, an FDA approval process to show their safety and therapeutic effectiveness. In other words, you get the same clinical result. Generic drugs, they contain the same active ingredients as their brand counterparts. The only difference, you may ask, what, what is it? It's that they have inactive ingredients or additives. You know, what's surprising to me, sometimes the brand manufacturer, they'll actually stick the same pills in a different bottle and then slap a generic label on top. Interesting. And hey, I love my fruit hoops, even with all the additives or whatever's going on there. So it sounds like in most cases, not all, but in most, we can use generic drugs instead of brand name drugs then. And if we do, what kind of savings should we expect in that scenario? Absolutely. Nine out of every 10 prescriptions dispensed in the United States are generics. But for the remaining 10% that are brand name drugs, they account for 77% of all prescription spending. And in terms of savings, get this, generics are 80 to 85% less in price and 90% of generics on average cost $20 or less for insured patients. So definitely affordable. Wowza, that is a huge difference. So for anyone listening that is considering making the switch to generics now that we've discussed that, is this something they can do at the pharmacy or do they need to contact their doctor and have them rewrite a prescription for the generic version? Yeah, no need to do all that. Um, most pharmacies and pharmacists, they'll substitute a clinically therapeutic equivalent by default if it is available. Now, the key is when there's not a generic um, then you may think you're at the mercy of the price of the medication alone. Which we're going to combat today for sure. Um, so that sounds easy enough. Now, another quick and simple way to find prescription savings. So maybe if you, if you can't use that generic version is through discount cards, right? And it uh, sounds like One Digital has actually just rolled out our own discount prescription card program. So can you speak to how discount cards work kind of in general and then how our audience can take advantage of our new program to find savings? Yeah, so if you shop like me, you always, always wanna look for a good deal. It might take you a long time if you shop with me, but you'll find something. And a good deal depends on where you go to fill your prescriptions. Now, Heather, you will be surprised with how drastically prices differ for even the most common medications. Um, and discount card programs like the one digital card you reference can help you find your medication at the lowest cost and can achieve up to 80% 80, 80 off your medications. But you got to keep in mind one limitation if you're listening today. If you have prescription insurance, then using a discount card will bypass your pharmacy benefit. 
And sometimes a pharmacy may be unaware you are taking another medication if you are using more than one pharmacy. They just don't have that in their database because you're using two different benefits. Good call out there and very interesting. Those are some huge savings. For the convenience of our audience, I've shared a resource for you all to take advantage of our free discount program starting as soon as today. So be sure to reference that. And now let's shift gears to discuss manufacturer coupons, because it's sounding like it's not that difficult to find savings on generic drugs to the tune of 80% of savings, but many people still have a hard time lowering the cost on brand medications. So how are you seeing people use manufacturer coupons to save money on those drugs? So I'm glad you bring that up because there's always a limitation um, to savings. And what are our options? So most of the brand name medications, they're newer and they're not heavily discounted. Uh, How many times do you watch your favorite TV show at night and boom, medication um, advertisement pops up? I think all the time and multiple times during the same show. So these medications, the brand names, they're advertised heavily, uh, but most of them, they're unaffordable. A couple thousand dollars on some of them. Uh, But the end of that commercial, you always hear them say, pay no more than $5. What are they referring to? What they are referring to is a manufacturer coupon. And without this assistance, most people would not be able to afford these medications. So how do you access them? You can either go online directly to the manufacturer's website or just speak to your pharmacist um, and they can help you sign up for these coupons as well. And you'll be surprised that you may pay next to nothing. Very interesting and very helpful. So thank you. Now that we've addressed generic versus brand drugs, and we've highlighted how our audience can use discount cards or manufacturer coupons to find savings, are there any other strategies we should be aware of to reduce the cost of our prescriptions? Yes. So you don't always get what you pay for uh, when you're talking about prescription drugs. And also newer doesn't always translate into different or better. If you're prescribed a medication that gives you sticker shock at the counter, then you're not hopeless. There's not, it's not end all be all. Aside from generics, discount cards and coupons, talk to your doctor or pharmacist um, about a more cost-effective alternative. For example, a brand name medication without a true generic could simply be a combination of two or three inexpensive products. And they could easily just be over the counter and you don't even need a prescription in the first place. So our pharmacy consulting team, um, we have a clinical analytics program that have identified over 1000 medications, both brand and generic, that have much more cost effective alternatives. In the end, one in four people in our country can't afford their medication. So I encourage for all of us, let's be better informed advocates for our own health care. So one other method I've heard to have some potential savings involved is taking advantage of our pharmacy benefit mail order offerings through our employer plans. So not only can I get three months of my prescription mailed to me rather than remembering to go to the pharmacy every month, but I can actually pay less. Is that accurate? So we experienced a large push initially during the pandemic to use mail order. Think of mail order is convenience meets savings. 
instead of getting a prescription that lasts for 30 days and making an insurance copay each time, check with your pharmacy benefits if the mail order option is offered. Then ask for a 90 day supply so you can just make one copay, which is discounted in most cases every three months. Not all medications can be filled as a 90 day supply, but your provider or pharmacist can help advise which are eligible. Totally. Well, Richard, this was extremely helpful and enlightening and certainly made me feel less helpless as it relates to prescription costs. And just as you mentioned earlier, we have to be informed healthcare advocates for ourselves these days to stay afloat in the always confusing and always expensive insurance industry. But the good news is, and as we learned today, it's not so hard to do so. Ask for generic drugs. Download and take the one digital discount card to your pharmacy, Google manufacturer coupons, or discuss cost-effective strategies with your doctor. That's all it takes to save potentially hundreds and hundreds of dollars. So there you have it, folks. We can conquer benefits confusion together, one bite-sized episode at a time. From your friends here at One Digital, be well, everyone.